hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another episode of Laid Back Ass Podcast. It's your man, Figgy the Kid. Now, Nicole. And GS the Dream. Yeah, we got we, we we back with another episode. You know what I'm saying? Where we 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 interviewing artists. Y'all know how we do. You know what I'm saying? We we got we wide ranging on this podcast. Sometimes we talk about bullshit. Sometimes we talk about art. You never know what you getting. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we interview dope artists, by the way. We don't just interview artists. Dope you, artists. You got to be nice. No, nah, don't stop sending me submissions and shit to my email. <laughs> stop it. I don't want to hear your music. I don't want to send it to my intern, bro. I don't want to hear that shit. Please. All right, let's get to this interview. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Introduce, introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are. My name is uh, Nell Nicole. You know what I'm saying? Recording artist from Flint, Michigan. I'm also an astrologer, a tarot mm. reader, an educator. I do mm. a lot of things. I wear a lot of hats. But today we're here to talk about music and whatnot. So we're going to get into it. Yeah. I like that energy. I hope we're not only talking about music. We're not. No. Okay, cool. I like that too. I can talk all day. I hope we're talking about everything under the sun. In real life. And the stars and the moon and all the other shit that you know about. Don't <laughs> send me off on that tangent because good luck trying to pull me back off that cliff, man. So, Nell, <laughs> when you. <laughs> he just looked over at you like, nah, it's your turn to talk. Think so turn. So, like, when you, when you think of your. Your art, mm-hmm. as far as music is concerned, mm-hmm. what would you categorize your song as? If Ooh. you had to tell somebody that never heard a Nell Nicole song, mm-hmm. what to expect when listening to you? So funny. On the way here, I was like, they gon' ask me this question. <laughs> and I need a new and improved and updated answer. Because, I mean, I feel like as artists, you know what I'm saying? It's not on you, it's in you. Mm-hmm. And... Like music, dance, just rhythmic. I wasn't gonna take the opportunity to say nothing. I was just gonna chill on that. What did I say? Because you definitely <laughs> just said something anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, man, you know, music has been a part of my life for forever. I was a dancer growing up, and so, like, I always find myself just going back to the the more rhythmic side of things. Um, Jazz was a huge influence for me growing up. Hip-hop was a huge influence. Neo-soul was a huge influence, you feel me? And so um, more of the like alternative artists, the people who are a little bit more left to mainstream, like um, Solange and her recent works, I really relate. And that, that shit really resonates with me because it comes from a real true place, you feel me? Absolutely. And so like... I've spent a lot of time trying to find that, and I feel like now that I'm here at this stage in my life, that's definitely my realm. You know what I'm saying? More of the spiritualist, more of the, um, I actually like alternative rock a whole lot. So just kind of like meshing everything together, you okay. feel me? That's where I'm at with it, so. I feel it, I feel it. Yeah. Um, so before we get into all of the heavy music stuff. Okay, because it's heavy. <laughs> Let's tell people where you came from. Where were, you, where were you born? Flint, Michigan, 810 to the death of me, baby. What, yeah. What hospital? What hospital? Nigga, you trying to go get my records? I feel like, what you need to know the hospital for, nigga? Yeah, I mean, what hospital was you born in? Because it is a little bit of a uh, a war in the city as far as, like, what what was your, your place of origin? I'll say it because I feel like if you are from Flint, most people were born there, Hurley's. And not Hurley. Not Hurley Medical Center. No, I was born at Hurley's. Hurley's. Yeah, yeah. you got to throw the S on Hurley's. So that's where I come from, north side. 
you know what I'm saying? Well, really more like Northwest, you feel me? But the West Side really don't want to claim us, you feel me? So North Side. Uh, what is it? Ward 6? Midtown. Oh, yeah. Six Ward. Six, six, six Ward. Well, I say Ward 6. Six Ward. Six, six okay. Ward. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm 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 thorough from, from the mud, for real. Now, for a big okay. majority of my childhood, I actually lived right across the street from her. And even now, this nigga lived two blocks down. I could take a nice, breezy walk to Georgia. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop, because I don't know why I do that to GS the dream. Make sure you hyphenate the two, and the D and the M is capital, because he'll eat your motherfucking head off if you don't do it right. So, yeah. fast. I, I like take, her. I can, can, she take, come, can she just be part of the show? Listen, <laughs> can I can she take just a, be part of the show? a nice walk, me and my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we dog sit for friends and shit. We could take a nice little stroll over there, so... It's right that. around. It's that. Okay. So y'all, you know what I'm saying? Right around the way, you, you ain't walking to her crib? <laughs> what? I, mean, I, 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 I have. I have. You know what I've saying? never she done that. Just saying, <laughs> You're if, she decided, just saying like, if she decided to just go on a brisk stroll one day, she could end up at my house without could, a lot of effort. Yo, I probably could like stand on my roof and literally see this dude's house. Like That's how close Flint is. So. No, nah, that's a fact. She wanted to. No, you the stalker talking about what like hospital? If you, if you what hospital? You, stalk, you, can play, you, know, you ain't even need a like. I don't think, honestly, Mm-mm. I don't think she got don't. enough time to stalk me, first of all. I definitely like, don't. She always that. be on the run. I barely got to be able to squeeze this together between my schedule, her schedule, everything going on. I'm like, man, we're going to have to cross stitch some things to make this work. And we you? did. Would I have enough time to stalk somebody? Yeah. I don't. I had two girls at home. So two girls and a woman. I have two daughters at home, and I have a fiance, and like porn is free, so oh, I don't yeah. feel like I what? need to. Oh god, to this where this going? <laughs> no, I'm just talking. Just talking Damn porn, but fuck it. All right, so my favorite cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and slide X to the right. <laughs> Let y'all have that. All right, so what what elementary school did you go to? Damn, this nigga went a whole bibliography. I want, I want the people to know who. And you, are. you know, just to throw that out there, a less common question: What's your mother's maiden name? Just you know what? <laughs> if, I ask you question, if I ask you a question, you don't feel comfortable asking. You know, just be like, "Yo, GS, I want to ask. I want to answer that." All right. Why would I say GS? Because I would feel, I guess I would I'm feel the... more comfortable if you told him. I can't stand figure bro. <laughs> nah, like, all right, so. <laughs> It's actually, I feel like a lot of people went through the same course that I went through, you know, as far as like, uh, what do you call it? Primary school. So I went to Doyle Ryder. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the motherfucking dragons. dragons. Mr. William with the, the no, now, now leave a comment down below if you got your dime, dime, nickel or quarter. Ah! I love it. Okay. For popcorn. That's an insider. That's an insider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, had to be there. If you know, you had know. Had to be I, 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 Y, K, Y, K. Okay, so. Then Whittier, you know what I'm saying? What was that? What was that mascot? Fuck. I don't even remember. Fleeting memory. I had some good times there, though. Whittier uh, Wolverines? Mm. Whittier Wolves. Whittier Wolves. Whittier. That was it. And then um, I was a little bit of a nomad for high school, you feel me? So I know a lot of people from a <coughs> lot of places. I went to, hell, Carmen Ainsworth. I went to Northern. I went to Mott Middle. You only got four years. I know. And I did five. Once I got to Mott Middle, it's a, a five cohort program. Yeah. So I was like putting in extra time and shit. But free school is always nice. It is. So that's that. Why you why you bounce around so much in high school? Um, because I went to Carmen and you know Carmen is very Super like strict, strict. about districts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would I got the grades and stuff like that, and I was able to get into there even though I'm not in their district or I wasn't in their district. Um, but then 
I think that year, like, a kid brought a gun to school. It was some real super extra ass shit. And, like, we talked to the administrators, and they promised my parents I would be able to continue school there because I had created my little niche or whatever. I was on the uh, dance team. I was making up dances and choreography for the theater program. I was a thespian, a theater geek, you know, so I was in the choir. I did all that shit, and they ended up nixing the whole list. Oh, my bad. They nixed the whole list and they made everybody reapply via the lottery. Mm. And I feel like it was a stupid, small like amount of kids that they let in and I wasn't one of them. So I had to go to Northern and shout out to Northern because that was it was cool for what it was. But I wasn't really feeling that shit. <laughs> what was it? I wasn't feeling that shit. <laughs> I just wasn't. That shit. I wasn't the environment you got yourself used to. And it was like I I, ha- I knew a lot of people from there from, you know, elementary school and everything. But it was just a different speed, you know. I was like, I need to focus for real. So ended up going to Mont Middle. And plus, I had my daughter by that time. I guess that might have been a reason, too. I was a teen mom, you know what I'm saying? But I did the damn thing. So I ended up going to Mont Middle. I was like, I just need to get my education and got a job and started living life. I was actually, (laughs) I started a photography business at that time. Like, I'm really super artsy. So all I knew is I needed to be an entrepreneur and I wanted to do something creative. And that business lasted maybe like three years before niggas was like, yeah, we want you to come and, you know, we going to do the photo shoot. I'm like, okay, cool. What's y'all budget? We got 300. Okay, cool. I'll be there. Just so you know, when you walk in, it's going to be piles of coke on the table. You know what I'm saying? Don't <laughs> touch nothing because, you know what I'm saying? And if you see the boys also, I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going to go left because she said, oh, yeah, you got the budget. Yeah, I thought it was gonna go left at the budget. No. You know, as soon as you mentioned money, like, no. oh yeah, I thought I was just gonna, you know, you was gonna take pictures and then it'd be like a down payment. They like, had I it. Give I you was ten dollars every week until you give me all my files. Nope, yeah. I wasn't about that life in real life. I was like, damn, I'm gonna need security to come up in here. I don't even know you niggas like that. So, nah, I had to stop all that. I feel you. Speaking of money, mm. this episode of the Laid Back Ass Podcast is sponsored by Harris Boys Electrical Service. Um, <laughs> where the script at, Fig? Where the script at? What? I I I was at my house and and my lights broke, so I didn't know what to do. Oh God! Like it was problem. dark, so I decided to pick up my phone and call Harris Boys Electrical Service. They were quick and speedy and in a hurry to get the job done. And they did not overcharge me on the price. Boy, do I love Harris Boys Electrical Service because they bring power to the people. <laughs> Is that really the time? Call Harris Boys Electrical Hello? Service, 810-449-2445. So you had to read everything else, but you got the number off the top of your now head. Now let's get back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to say is he said they were fast and quick and speedy. Like, yeah. they not all the same. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Bring it to source. Bro, how you yeah, going yeah. to get these people the same attitude? Like, they pay us for hey, look, big money. Like, look, they bitch nothing right, but they was fast. <laughs> they cover all the They was fast and speedy. <laughs> I love Harris boys. They pay all the bills over here at the Laid Back Ass Podcast. Yes, sir. They 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 literally keep the lights on. Now mm. mm. see that was that was better than. The... I like the first one. They bring power to the people. Now that's gold. Nah, that's it. That's gold. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get back to this interview. The more yeah. important stuff. Okay, yeah. 
my college, right? My, my middle. My middle. But eventually, it was like you were old enough to be actually in college. Like, yeah, it was that weird-ass gray period, fifth year. Fifth year. You're grown. You was like, what's them school, them secondary school basketball players go to? Some alternative school? No, like, I'm talking about, like, the secondary joints. Like, uh, Damn. I forget what they call it, but they like they go there and they live at the school to play basketball there. It's like a, for a fifth year though. Nah, I don't even know. Forget like a what damn boarding school. Something like that. Essentially, you know, they, they go out there and they play basketball. Um, the G League? Not the G League. Uh-oh. Accidentally, <laughs> it was not it was not what that is. Um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. so yeah, that's what you was doing. You was playing basketball mm, in your I fifth would. year. Okay. At my middle, I was definitely balling on them. You know what I'm Balling saying? Balling on them. You know what I'm saying? With three jobs. Breaking ankles, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Had money in my pocket. You know at, what I'm saying? At what point, mm-hmm. from Hurley <laughs> to my middle, okay. did you start doing music? From Hurley to my middle, at what point did I start doing music? So, like, actually in the pursuit of music? Like, wrote your first song. Wrote my first song, like, fucking 10 or some shit like that. What was it? I don't remember, but I probably have it somewhere. I used to write in a Scooby-Doo um, little journal. I actually gave it to my daughter, so I'm not even really sure if that motherfucker's still intact. You feel me? But, yeah, I started off writing poetry and rapping and shit. Like, I thought I had bars. I still got bars. Let me just make that distinction now. Let me not even undersell myself. I still got bars. Mm-hmm. And I started like that, you know what I'm saying, but very shy. And I would say I probably was like, you know what? Fuck this shy shit around 2012. Okay, that's yeah. fair. That that's that's when I was like, okay, cool. So I don't want to be a photographer because I want to be in front of the camera. If we're being honest, I'm tired of I'm tired of you know what I'm saying shooting all these people that I really feel like don't got talent. If we being honest, um, and that just get on off drugs and shit like that. You feel me? So, and it was dangerous. So I was like, you know what? This is my time. This is the the sign I was looking for that I need to just go ahead and put this down and focus on what I got going in my dream. Random. Hence dreams. Ha! <laughs> Do you Random think? drugs and shit like that would be a dope album title. Drugs and shit like that? That would be a crazy You should probably take title. that low-key. Drugs, and shit, drugs like and shit like that. It's the next project I'm working on. Drugs, drugs and make, sure you, you make sure you get my cut. No and George money. get a cut, too, because it was his ain't idea. Ain't, ain't no money in it. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> no Let me go ahead and trademark it now. So. There's no money in it. So. <laughs> I don't make any money off my music. I'm so. poor. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a starving artist. Mm. You want to cut a zero I do. I do. <laughs> Just in case that one day come where you like, damn, you wake up and you blow up on TikTok. Just in case. And they be like, yo, I love drugs and shit like that. Yeah, because that's like, what the kids, kids, you should not go <laughs> <laughs> like that. That is not the <laughs> You kids do not be needing to love drugs. I really fuck with drugs and shit like that. It's you like, know? Do you? It's a cultural epidemic at this point. Well, you mean the album or? No, 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 no I mean heroin. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, they say that to their parents. The parents be like, you going to boarding school? <laughs> you get shit up. Out of there. Okay, so. Excuse <clears throat> me. You say you did photography. Mm-hmm. Do you still do photography? No, but I still think I got the the, the eye. If uh, like me and my friends go out, and you know like the meme where it be like, Hey, bro, take this pic. I take a picture of my friend, and it looks like fucking Vogue, and then they take a picture of you, and your ass blurry, your head halfway out the shot. I have a natural talent. I'm going to make you look good. I say I ask that because most of the artists I know, Mm -hmm. and even myself as an artist, I realize how difficult it is Mm -hmm. to have content to post continuously. Mm -hmm. 
And I always think to myself, and I'm sure they think to themselves as well, mm-hmm. if I was a photographer, I would have a lot of content to post. How? It wouldn't be of you? Yeah, you can take pictures of yourself, but you know how to, the point is you can edit them well. You can take pictures of yourself. and then Yeah, but you have to invest in that type of stuff. And to be honest, like after I set that down, I was like, cool, so I'm going to start investing all my creative you know, you set aside your little monies and things into my music. Like, I could use a doll. I could use a new mic. I could use, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I kind of laid that whole thing to rest. But, I mean, hey, we in a digital age, and I definitely could edit the fuck out some stuff, but mm, I'd rather hire someone. Mm, just TBH. Yeah, I mean, I know GS. I mean, this ain't Joe interview. But <laughs> I know you got to the point where you was like, I want to produce my own beats. Yeah. I want to yeah. engineer my own music. Got to that point very quickly. So being in music is a very, very expensive career choice. So either you're going to put on multiple hats or you're going to be flat broke until you make it. And Hmm. then you're going to make it and be slightly less broke because (laughs) you signed a deal. Open that that line of credit. Facts. (laughs) Big facts. Hey, if your manager takes you to dinner... That's your money. That's your money. If they buy you a car, <laughs> that's, that's your, your money. money. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that wasn't a gift. That was a give back. Fact. Just, just so y'all know, you know what I'm saying? Just laid back so facts. It's definitely coming out of your uh, out of your budget. Laid back facts. Um, so have you ever felt like you wanted to grab you a camera and do some photography? Yes. Um, I got to a point where I told myself, yo, things would go a lot better if we had videos. Mm -hmm. And then a friend of mine actually went to my, and he had a a photography class. And I guess, like, part of his tuition was, like, the camera that came with the course or whatever. So they was going to teach them how to use this camera, all the aperture settings. Hey, real quick, shout out to the Mott Foundation. Niggas be helping for real like Big that's facts I they really that put back into the computer from my yes but i got their cameras from my shout out to the my foundation out to my bro okay yeah. keep going i'm sorry about that my does some great things in flint be holding flint down for real my better than you have in flint if you ask me <laughs> they definitely did a lot more for the city than you have in i mean i went to both colleges <laughs> and in my experience you about did go to both in my experience my is better than you have in flint hey you heard it from the man himself <laughs> from the horse's mouth it was easier to learn in those classes um. Yeah, it was definitely easier to learn in those class. Only thing that sucked about it was the campus and like being on campus out of class. Like it, it didn't feel horrible. like you was in college. Felt like high school. Yeah, that it's not a horrible. Yeah. But you save a lot of money on that tuition. And you save yeah, a lot but I feel like they could they they, they should not have to compromise the fact that it would feel like a college just because they you know teach well or they have you know offer offer so much to the students like they could still work better on making it feel like a fucking college because if also i think it's more so about how we look at it because if anything no matter how beautiful the campus looks if it's labeled as a community college you're gonna feel like you're at a community college like it's not gonna feel and people also need to kind of a little bit get over it because go to school kids like fuck that bullshit it's really about just enriching your own life you don't want to be broke as fuck you feel what i'm saying so like go do what you got to do to get a trade or or a degree or a certificate or something and like community college don't let that detour you just because it's not the traditional experience you're gonna come out with less debt. Like, I fuck on. with what she's saying for sure. Like in real life, like but that college shit is cool, but also, if you want to drop goes. out or don't go, don't go. If you feel like you don't want to go, no. hey, I don't dropped out go. low key. I ain't gonna like, hold you. If you feel like you I don't want to like go, that's, that's don't waste that, your money. 
that's something else that needs to be told. Because, like, well, we want people to be educated. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're talking to the younger generation because they're going to be the ones that hold us up when we get too old to do shit. Right. And so, we ain't got no social security coming, so we got to figure that shit out. If you, if, so we want them to be educated because that's what was told to us on the way up. We was like, right. yo, education is the key to everything, heads. right? You have to but go to college. in this day and age, you're going to be in so much debt that if you don't finish and go get the job that you are studying for. Even if you do. It's not case. worth it. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? If you do three out of your four years assuming that you did good enough in school to only have to do four years people fail classes all the time that's the thing but if you do good for your three years and then you drop out on your fourth year guess what you're in debt with no degree and i know lawyers that can't get work i mean i'm not laughing at these people it's just it's like one of those careers that people always say well if you want a surefire you know you want to afford yourself a, a lifestyle, lawyer. then go do these things. I just really think times are changing. So, like, everything we're saying has a, has its place. I think the main takeaway is just get a plan. Have a fucking plan. Figure out what your end goal is and then make it make the steps incremental. You know what I'm saying? Is that the right word? Incremental? Yeah. And, yeah, like, figure. I always tell people at this point, because I did drop out. I ain't going to hold y'all. I had to make a way. And I'm an entrepreneur, so I know how to make money. But... Motherfuckers need to find a job that you know what the starting pay is, what the entry rate is, you feel me? And go mm-hmm. from there. Like, yeah. fuck I, that other shit. My biggest message to the kids out there who graduating, if you own the fence about going to college, don't go. Just wait. Get a job. Just wait because you're going ra- to waste. It costs so much to go to college. And if you're on the fence about it, you're going to get there and you're going to be you're afforded. Gonna drop it. You're going to be afforded so much Freedom, freedom, mm. and you like you're you you already don't want you didn't want to be there in the first place. You're gonna lack the discipline to go to class. You're to, gonna bullshit to handle your business. You're gonna be caught up in the other shit that is that's a, that college is about. It don't matter where you go, whether it's community college or real college. Because I went to both, <laughs> and believe me, when it was it, bullshit it, it, it was bullshit <laughs> everywhere. When I got to the point where I didn't want to be there, I wasn't there. Like I was in the hallways or I was at the crib. In the parking lot smoking a blunt. I was on some bullshit. I like, was at McDonald's. And here. nothing against <laughs> secondary education and teachers and stuff like that. A lot of the stuff people going to school for, you can learn on the internet. And and there should be a, a fucking tuition. Or get in the library. Christ. Get a, a certificate. Get a certificate. Cause even if a nigga did learn, like say for instance, like let's let's be real about this. What's the career you can learn? Computer science, right? So if you want to go and do um, computer security or something like that, mm-hmm. you can learn how to do that shit legit. On it's a lot you to me, motherfucking YouTube, all of these things, right? But what's gonna separate you from the next person? The certificate. Certificate or experience. You feel me? And when you low key have that, like it sets you apart from the crowd. And it's what it takes like a year to get most of them joints. But I feel like we're going too deep in the rabbit hole right now. We not we financial probably. advisors. I mean, Why? but I feel like it's people that <laughs> listen to us that don't necessarily know what they getting from every episode. So All the right. fact that we dove in uh uh direction. useful direction this time. We spend a lot of time on bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, from every what now I've seen, and then, from what I've seen, I mean, every now and then we get in <laughs> on one of these fun. topics. It's fun, and it's actually useful. It's something that somebody can take a week later and be like, "Dang, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, this was." And you know what? I really just realized it just dawned on me. Like God was like, "I got a message for you. We the OGs now. We definitely we the OGs. Call me Big Homie Nell. 
call me young homie fig because I'm not an OG. I'm an OG. I'm, I'm a triple like, O. I'm like 21. Oh, okay. All right. Me too. Me, I'm a young dog. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Keep it a hundred. Still the OG. All right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you don't know what your first song was. I don't know. What's the first song you remember writing? Okay, so let's just say this. I think I have pre-dementia or some shit. So I don't fucking know. It's <laughs> not good. It's not. I didn't say it like it was a badge of honor. I'm being honest. I really I really think something's wrong with my memory. So I'm going to say Dreams. Okay. That's the first song that I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop playing with myself and really get in the studio. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to push my pen real quick. And I'm going to go in there. I'm going to do a video. I had everything set up. And the goal was just to get it on platforms. You know what I'm saying? And... um. If I'm honest, I think I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. So it got to the stage where, you know, we recorded it. It got semi-mixed. We made a video to it. And then I didn't really like how it was mixed. So I was like, fuck that shit. I could do better. Okay. But that was the first one where I was like, mm, this got something. Let's do it. You could have remixed it. I still can. You still can. I still can. You definitely still can. Yeah. I, mean, I have a lot of old music that I feel like I, off well, when I go back and listen to it, I'm like, I could, I could do something with this. Yeah. It probably won't sound the same way I thought of it when I wrote it the first time, but I can not. do something with it. It might be better at this point because you got more experience, more, you know, your ear has yeah. had more time to mature and things like that. So I definitely, it's a, it's an idea. It's a concept. Okay. So are you proud of it? Um, Semi. I feel like it was a good first step. People really received it very well. I think everybody's um, kind of, I, I'm like a hidden talent. And people were like, okay, yeah, this is a, a good first move, but I know what lies underneath. And so to say proud of it, yeah, I'm proud of the fact that I did it. It's me. I never renege it or anything like that. But can I do better? Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it's a, it's a step. It's a stepping stone. It's a step. It's, it's, a, it's a, you know, on the platform to where you are now, you had to be there to get here or she still would have been down there. Very true. And the butterfly effect, right? Everything we do yeah. unfolds. So, yeah, it's necessary. Okay. So, that was out like five years ago. Six. Six years ago. 2015. What, what, is there anything in between there? Lots in between there. <laughs> um, Lots happened in between 2015 and now. I've probably done like three projects if I'm thinking back like, yeah, but it's that that syndrome of like I can do better, and I feel like I've finally gotten to the point now where the people around me are reflecting back to me the greatest parts of myself, um, and I'm just I'm just in a different space within myself. Like I'm ready to go ahead and move forward, and within that understanding that we'll never be perfect. Right. That was something I had a hard time grasping. Like honestly, so lots of shit just sitting on my hard drive. Just like what you gonna do with it? I could do better. That song cool. I play that bitch off about three months. Be like, no, nah, I could do better. Why, you know? Yeah. Why do you think it was hard for you to? I hate this sleeve. So bad. well, I guess I'm not gonna ask that. Why ask it? What do you think got now you? you gotta, now you gotta text it to me. What do you think got <laughs> to got you to the point mm-hmm. where you was like, I don't. It does. I don't have to be perfect. My spiritual journey, one hundred percent. My my personal development, one thousand percent. Like, it's not just like fuck this. Like, I, let me not say that, because words mean things. Fuck the rush, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
the look. <laughs> if it's not, how you gonna win when you ain't right within? Okay. How you gonna uh, win when you ain't right within? Like, so in real life, I feel like kick that anything, shit. anything we struggle with on the outside is just a reflection of what's going on internally. And I had to really do some work on myself. Like, bro, why you feel like you gotta be perfect in real life? In real life, it'll never happen, bro. You, Jesus was the only nigga. <laughs> you seen what happened? You know, and they nailed him on the cross. Do you even really want perfection? I feel like. I struggle with perfection as an artist myself, but mm. it's not, I don't know if it's in the same realm where you mm-hmm. struggle with it, that it's more like. Elaborate. The music I release, it has to be packaged perfect. Mm-hmm. It has to look like a label released it, mm-hmm. even though it's an independent release. Like I, it has to be shrink wrapped, whatever it is. If it's a CD, it's a vinyl, it's a. That real you know, shit. It gotta be shrink wrapped. It gotta be. You know, if I give stuff, I sell a shirt, it got to be packaged. Mm-hmm. You know it, Figure got some nice shirts, bro. He got some nice embroidered shirts. You got one on? I got one of these. That's on. not my favorite one, though. I like the one with the patch. On yeah, that patch is real, real official. I was like. I make those myself. You got a little machine? Yeah. A sewing machine? Yeah, embroidered machine. That's lit. I make those myself. I had to outsource this stuff because I'm not a, I'm not a clothes maker. You know, it takes yeah. too much time. I need to focus. I, had, I started working on an album, and I was like, I need merch out for the album, mm-hmm. but I can't focus the, my energy toward making this merch for the album. No, for sure. You got to learn how to delegate as a boss yeah. in real life. Yeah, and, then there's, and that's another thing that I had to learn myself. It's like I was moving off of the aspect that if I want something done, I have to do it. Mm. So yeah. Aries, I, big Aries energy. And that was something that, you know, that was one of the reasons I started producing as much as I was producing or a reason that I was mixing as much as I was mixing. Thank you. But, like, it got to a point where I got decent enough at it for it to be my own business. So it's not even just me wanting to do it for myself at this point. It's like, man, I done got so used to this. Mm-hmm. I can use this to tie back into what I'm doing. If I can make money off of my studio, I can spend more money on my studio. And realistically, I feel like, you know, one thing that I I watch a lot of people's um, biographies and stuff, like people that I really aspire to be like in their life journeys just to see like, damn, what is this whole, whole little trajectory supposed to really look like? Excuse me. And one thing that I realized, one thing I realized people will say when you first start out, you want to put your hands in all the pots. You know, start stirring them motherfuckers. See how long it take each part of the, the process to go ahead and cook up. So that way, when you do get to the point where you have resources and you can afford other people, thank you, you know what to ask for. Yeah. You can tell when a person is doing it the right way. So you knowing how to mix. Like, nigga, put you in any studio across the country. They're going to be impressed because you're going to know wh- where you want your EQ at, how you want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So It make, it make you very valuable. Like, when I'm planning trips. Mm-hmm. And I'm, pl- you know, planning work trips where we going out there to only make music and shit. It's like we need artists. Can I kill this? Go ahead. Is this too much? No, go ahead. All right, bro. Do what you want to do. Um, if we need artists and we also need engineers, you can fill the spot of both. And, and we don't have to worry about bringing another person in to be the engineer. You know what I'm saying? Right, no, that, right. That's the fact. Same way with Journey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They make sure I'm very valuable that on the team. talented, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I, I sat back and watched that nigga just sit up and run shit for a while, and right. and seeing him, yeah, seeing him be in the limelight, it was just a perfect, it's a, it's a perfect pro- procession. I think is the word I'm looking for. Progression. Progression, because, um, yeah, when you know how, when you know your way around, it's almost like 
I can just microwave hits at this point. I can just make that shit make sense real fast, and I don't got to convince the artist to do it like this, do it like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a one-man band in this motherfucker. Yeah, the only thing that I felt like, like I said, it's not your interview, but the only thing I felt, <laughs> like, the only thing I felt like you was lacking for a while was networking. Mm-hmm. You can create your own music as much as you want to, but if you're not bouncing that energy off other people, hmm. you're going to be in a cocoon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just re- reverberate. Call me the butterfly then. Nah. And then, like... <laughs> I did have a syndrome where it's like I'm gonna be I'm gonna take over the world from my bedroom. Oh, that's me. I'm like, sorry. I'm not about to I'm not about to talk to nobody. I'm not about to you know what I'm saying? I don't have to be fake. I don't have to shake hands. Period, I don't have to period. do all this. And I kind of thought that to network properly, you had to be fake. You know what I'm saying? I have to smile at these people that aren't necessarily people I want to talk to and do all this extra stuff. Hmm. And it's like nah. As as much as I was a recluse and as much as I be in the crib by myself living the happiest life I possibly can, there's other people that are talented mm-hmm. that want to be at their house too. But you know what I'm saying? We go out and we network and it's just that. We understand that we can benefit each other yeah. and then go back to our regular fucking lives after that. I don't have to I hang around I feel like he's talking straight people. to me. He's looking me in my eyes. <laughs> I just looked it's over intense. at you. It's intense as <laughs> fuck no, right now. Look, it's just like, it, it's a lot of people that I kind of, like once you get out there and you see people as people instead of opportunities mm. and you realize that mm. we got things in common outside of music, mm. then it makes networking a little easier to do because it's like, oh, okay, cool. You deal with the same things right. I deal with mm-hmm. outside of music. It's not like I only have to talk to you about music. Hmm. And then you humanize a person. You see them as a human and y'all have more leeway and room to talk and then that makes networking not as hard. That means when I have a song that I can picture this person on, it's that much easier to just hit them. Like, oh, we should do this Mm -hmm. because we already have a report Mm -hmm. from being at the same video shoot, from being, you know what I'm saying, same place, same time, (laughs) going to the same studio sometimes, just things like that. Going outside of my studio to do music. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't want to come to me. Everyone's not familiar with what my setup is. Maybe somebody wants to go somewhere where they can smoke or, you know what I'm saying, go somewhere where they can have a drink. And cool. I mean, you still drink out the crib, but, you know, same thing. Let me ask, so, let me ask you one more question, and then we're going to get back to her. Okay. All right. Talk to me. And we're going to let you ask her a question, too, because I've been bouncing my <laughs> questions off her, and you ain't said nothing. <laughs> no, it's because you was trying to get her whole childhood. What was your first Well, pet? yeah, I'm trying to get the people to really understand her outside of music. It's not just about music. Like, if you, I, when I watch interviews, I want to understand people as people. Like you said, I want to mm-hmm. humanize people I'm, I'm watching, because yeah. then, then the, the, the accomplishments that they have, the people who watch, and can, they can achieve that, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's unattainable. Normalizing it, almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, look. Put enough work in, you can have these things too. Uh, so, after all of that, after all of that progression and where you are now, mm-hmm. through all your experiences, how valuable is it to you to to work by yourself, to not network, to to stay at the crib? Because I know it obviously held a lot of value then. Um, I believe the ability to still do that is very valuable when Just, necessary. Yeah, just because, you know, if if something happens tomorrow and I get blackballed and nobody ever wants to work with me again, I still have my studio. I still know how to run that motherfucker. I can still put out music. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something that is kind of invaluable. Like, I can't really quantify how valuable that is. But at the same time, I do realize that 
being in the environment while I'm creating and bouncing ideas off of people or just bouncing off of the energy that's in the room is also something that you can't put a price on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like both sides of the coin make the coin. Like, you know, if it's two heads, I can't spend this quarter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me ask you. Facts. Mm-hmm. Why do you make music? Because I wouldn't be me if I didn't. <laughs> It's a way for me to, like, get in touch with my body, if that makes sense. Music is a vibration, and I do a lot of, um, this little fly is coming for me. I don't know. But, yeah, it's a way for me to balance my chakras, to settle myself. I'm nervous. Like, right now, I'm, like, I'm just a naturally nervous person, and music helps me to tune in. And so when I'm singing, like, I could sing or, you know how it's, well, hmm. When I feel something, it brings me comfort. That shit is comfortable. That's my favorite place to be in the whole entire world when I'm, like, in tune and I'm there with the music. That's why I make music. I don't think even if, even, you know what I'm saying, if it was never a dream of mine to be an artist, I would still make music. Okay. So it's it's not about attaining anything it's just about expressing yourself or it's getting in touch with yourself. first and foremost about expression and of course I want to attain certain things from it like you know I want to be respected for my talent and for my vulnerability my authenticity just what what I value most about being a human being you know what I'm saying and like we all listen to music because I feel like it's um it informs the vibration of the moment you know the DJ is the weatherman for real he changed the record to some yeah. some slow shit. You gonna see motherfuckers on the floor now. All of a sudden, they wanna feel something. You feel me? Change it to "Nuck If You Buck," and we throwing blows in this motherfucker. It depends on the vibration of the music. Um, I forget where I was going with that, but yeah, just I, I like being in control of my mood in that way, in control of my vibration in that way, and um, that shit is just helpful in life as you going through the throws, the ebb and flow. Like, damn, I'm stressed out. Let me put on some Lauryn Hill and sing them runs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because it's going to bring me back to a place where, you know, sensory. Like, I remember being young as fuck in the car with my mom. You know, you're, being next to your mother is comforting as fuck. You feel me? So putting that shit on really takes you to that place. So that's that's really my main connection with it. So what do you think is more important to you? Mm-hmm. Expressing yourself and being able to um, review review that expression and like um i don't know maybe like gain like some type of therapy from it mm-hmm. it's like documenting your 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 space the, yeah. the space that you're in or expressing yourself and reaching people with you with what you with i'm moving heart. into that i'm moving into that i'm so let's get back to what what gs was talking about being a recluse <laughs> That's naturally who I am, naturally, since I was a baby. No, I'm really socially awkward, too, so I feel like music gives I'm not socially awkward. I think most artists are, like, introverts, and I don't know why. They just have to, like, really learn to be around people. (laughs) I'm not an introvert, and I'm not not socially awkward. No, I'm extremely... I'm I'm extremely insightful. Mm. And what happens is um, you begin to sort of, like take in too much from the environment because I've had a lot of love. It's a lot of people in this city that have shown me a lot of love and support, you know? Um, 
but at the end of the day, I feel like it's a personal, it's a personal thing with me. Like music is so personal to me. It's so personal to me. I don't do it so people can, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, it doesn't feel like, um, it's hard for me to find my words, but it's for me sometimes. And I'm learning that not to be so selfish. I'm learning not to be so selfish because sometimes you, you know, you get into your own little space in the world and you feel like you're the only person that's enduring, you know, X, Y, Z. And that's never the truth. And so I'm coming, like I said, in a space in my spiritual journey where even though people can be shitty, let's lay that fact out there. <laughs> like I'm so observant. I can see the bullshit in everybody, even myself. It's no, no, you know, we're human. And that, that part holds me back a lot of times. I'm like, fuck this shit you know what I'm saying but then at the other end I'm such a mother and such a nurturer it's like yeah but you're supposed to be like saving your little slice of the world with this testimony yeah so I'm coming into that like real mature like get over your fucking self and it's and not that, even about you no more that reminds me of something that was like you know you've been through a lot when somebody hurts you or somebody does something to you and instead of doing something back you like dang i can't even be mad because i understand i'm that where you're coming from or i understand why you did it. it's fucked up and i'll take it on myself and instead of instead of like you know some people they feel away and they're like i'm gonna scream it from the rooftops fuck this i'm breaking shit no nah, i just go in my shell and be like oh but the world the state of the world <laughs> you know and like yeah. i'm all over it and then i'm like okay well i'm gonna just help the people that want to do the work and then I do my spiritual work and it'll take me away from music a little bit until I have one of those moments where God be like, get back to your baby. Yeah. And so get speaking of that, baby. how do you balance the, the hmm. urge to do music with the other things that you're involved in, like the astrology? And it's tough. It's hard. Because I also work a full time job and I'm also somebody's mom 24 7, 365. I get no breaks. So. Yeah, I have to, like, find that balance. I'm also a Gemini rising for anybody who gives a shit. So Gemini is just, like, a little bit, um, we need variety. So I feel like anytime I'm too focused on one thing for too long, I get a little bored. So it's honestly, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse. I feel like I'm grateful to have so many endeavors that are successful for me and that, you know, people are responding to because I have my um, nelnicole.com if you want a reading. I do tarot readings. I do astrology, re or, yeah, astrology readings. I also have the shop there where I wire wrap crystals and I sell sage and things like that. I'm, um, I didn't wear one of my necklaces, but I got some um, Zodiac necklaces getting ready to be posted up there. Yeah, pull that baby. Oh, she beautiful. Look at her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Join the mailing list, niggas. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but. Join the mailing list. You feel me? Hey, we need a clip for that. You Join feel me? Join the mailing me? list and hey, then the pause you, you and then niggas. Yeah. Join so, the mailing list. That's going to go on the niggas. soundboard. Yeah. Join the mailing list, niggas. Yeah. So, yeah, like I'm I'm, I'm constantly curating my entire existence. It's not it's not something that I'm at. I'm in a race to the finish for. I feel like this is the rest of my life that I have to look forward to. I am music. It's going to grow as I grow. You feel me? And uh. astrology and my spiritual work, like my clients are the absolute best. God grants me. He's granted me the experience to work with some beautiful mirrors. Because all my clients, they come to me, whatever they're dealing with, I feel like I can just so relate to what they have going on. And the help that I'm giving them is help that I'm receiving. Um, but, yeah, music is going to be the second tier to that initiative because I don't want to go at it. Like, I spent a lot of years like, I need a single. I ain't got nothing. I ain't dropped since 2015. I need a single. What niggas want to hear? I went through, like, 
four different songs just on some hood shit. Like, I couldn't even tell you what I was singing about. It's because Lil Baby dropped. Lil Baby was dropping. Was it Lil Baby? I don't even know. No Lil Baby music, so I can't baby, even say it was that. Baby was in the streets. Lil Baby was in the streets. They dropped Baby on Baby. He was yeah, like, hold baby's on. Baby's everywhere. I don't know what the I fuck they talking the about, but okay. No. <laughs> like that's how that's how in a cocoon I am. You feel me? But um, yeah, I guess I was pandering. I felt like my time was running out, and you know, you get a little older and things. And I was in that warp. And um, now I've I've just learned to fucking relax. I've learned to relax, and so God has finally given me that clarity of no, what you're supposed to be doing is like low key. I feel like the album I'm working on is going to be like at least half gospel. Okay. Not real gospel music. Not Yolanda Adams. I'm not gonna be Kirk Franklin around this motherfucker. Don't don't play it for the congregation. Don't do that. More so about the more so connection. About your connection to spirit and your connection to self and how that informs our lives as young people. I'm not trying to be on no super, you know, above the rim, like super, super mature, you know, but it's an ode to Erica. It's an ode to Lauren. It's an ode to Sade. It's an ode to Solange. All of these people who I feel like when they create, they create from that that God body, that God space. You feel me? Um, so it's going to be some sexy shit on there, you know, because that's a part of us, too. Our lower nature, you know what I'm saying? Our creative sense. But then it takes you, the progression of it takes you all the way into this um, state of, like, consciousness awareness. Okay. That's the so, goal. All right. So our lower nature, is that, like, an anatomy thing? Like, are you saying that because this Both. The, the lower, or you feel like that's a darker yeah, part of. Dang, y'all think anatomy. low means dirty? Yeah. I said dark. Oh. Dang, we getting blew up. Everybody's phone just been ringing nonstop since we've been up here. And before we started, nobody's phone rang. It's because they know great shit is happening. Okay, that's what it is. It's the, it's the energy we cultivating. But yeah, like, um, so I told you I do a lot of chakra work and stuff. And the lower chakras are about self-identity, creativity, sexuality, um, you know, instinct, right? Our animalistic nature. Like, if we didn't know, even as cavemen before languages, language was invented, we had to fuck to procreate. <laughs> we had to hunt. You had a tribe. You you knew who you were. You knew your place in the tribe. Yeah. Got a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think cavemen and cave women mm-hmm. was messing with each other based upon like attractive, or was it just straight on some feral shit? Like I'm. Just I feel like that is the same thing. You think they was bouncing off energy and shit? Like I ain't fucking with your energy off. Like what? I think it was more so about um, proximity necessity and just instinct like do you really think that they were forward and thought enough to be like that's my bitch but i feel like some of them might have been forward enough to think like you know what you ain't bring no food in this motherfucker (laughs) so get your ass out i ain't putting out at all (laughs) i'm not letting you touch me nigga you can't even hunt we finna all go over here with the nigga who catch the most buffaloes nigga right i feel like it was survival I feel like it was survival. But, I mean, an attractiveness in that essence Ghost is like... Survival right now by GS the Dream. <laughs> okay. You know keeping naming a lot of my music. Like, when you was talking about the stuff running out, I'm like, dang, I got a song called Running Out on Survival. Just be like, plug. right after that, you was like, Streaming low key. I'm like, damn, me and Babe Bro just dropped the song called Look. I can't keep up. This nigga is the hardest working nigga in Flint, okay? Man. So, yeah, though. So, I just feel like... Um, you say that all the time. He do? Yeah, I I'd probably be listening and absorbing <laughs> that shit in my subconscious. Yeah, yeah, okay, I thought you were saying I say I'm the hardest working person. No, you said, yeah, though. Yeah, though. You, said, you talking about do being in the studio alone bring value? Yeah, niggas, you ain't got to pay for no studio time. Fuck you, me. Nah. You in that motherfucker by yourself. It still, still costs. 
Well, I mean, not yeah, for himself. But it's like consumers and shit. But like, I mean, he gonna I feel like it's, it's getting to a point yeah. where I can see where the um where the takeoff is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Complex actually just emailed me today about being on the show as a producer. So that's like Period. that's crazy. Bro, I love you, bro. This is not your interview. <laughs> Oh, first of all, all right. So look, anywhere nail pop through, it's the dream. And nail. no, I'm playing. I ain't gonna take this. I gotta get bro. Nah, I gotta separate the co-host have, away from the artist. I'm not. I'm not used to separating artist, it, man. Like, I have a lot of questions for you just off this interview alone. Okay, okay. I'm gonna have it. to give you. An let's interview, do it. Yeah, but these are her interviews, so we need to focus. Yeah. On so now, like, when you get into the astrology thing, what do you feel like? You get the most out of that. So astrology started off as when I was a kid, I would I had crushes on boys and things. And I was always shy. Like you're trying to see what the compatibility yeah, was. Yeah. Cause like I'm I'm forward and things, but like I don't know, man. It's it's parts of my personality. Like I can be super in your face, but then if I really want something, you'll see me at pussy as fuck. Like not even pussy, that's not the right word, ladies. That's not the right word. Um Pusilanius is so dick. I act no. dick as fuck, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be scary. I'll be scary when I really want something. I have to push myself. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the real word is pusillanimous. And that I don't means, like, like timid and scared. It's not the actual, like, pussy, like, vagina. It's too close. But that's, but where, it that's where it That's that's why people say you act pussy. It's not, like, because. No, it's not like why people vagina. fucking say that. No, I'm I've saying. never heard that word. We know it as pussy Look because. Look up in the, bro. In it, the hood. It also means to be wet. <laughs> no, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking playing with y'all. I'm not. Look, look, look. Pusillanimous, showing a lack of courage or determination. Timid. That's exactly what it's you were talking. Is about. that the Urban Dictionary? No, friends? that's the actual dictionary. To friends. be pussy. That's what pussy means. It's spelled with one S and an I, ladies. So yeah. Okay. Anyway, cause y'all pussy. what? Pussillanimous. I feel like I knew somebody named that before. Damn. Pussillanimous. Pussy. Oh. Oh, the girl from uh. Orange is the new black. Is that what it is? Pusillanimous. How you spell it? Pusillanimous. It's pusillanimous. No. It's pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. Pusillami. Okay, let me stop. Pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. Make her say it. You act like you don't have the diction. Pusillanimous. First of all. Put her in the mic. Put her in the mic. I do have it. Oh, men. Men. I support it. It's Men's Awareness Month. It's never. <laughs> it's definitely pride. People are aware of men all fucking year. Yeah, we, we, we can't get away from that awareness. It's, white, it's white, white male awareness. Wait, wait, wait. Pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. So pusillanimous. both you niggas are wrong. Pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. So I was acting very. I used to be very pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. And she was very pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. And um, yeah, I used to be like creeping on niggas. Like, what's your sun, moon, rising? You, I literally be like, what's your birth time, bro? And he'll give it to me. I'll be like, I'll be back. And I just gonna run that <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? And if it was compatible, then I'd be like, okay, cool. So me and you probably getting along. And I wouldn't be so forward with the fact that, like, I just looked up all your astrology. I would talk and things. And I'd be like, you want me to read your chart? Because I don't feel comfortable just going through a nigga chart, not telling him what's good. You feel me? So it always equals out to a free birth chart reading for them. Um, but what do I get out of it? So learning the zodiac, like, in that pursuit, you know how we always say, like, I can't fucking stand Scorpios or... I hate a fucking Capricorn. Don't bring them motherfuckers around me, you know? I learned through that we all have all 12 signs in us. 
And so the actual psychology behind it is from Aries to Pisces. What about that extra sign they said that was like, Fuck that sign. What is it? I, uh, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm, I don't even think about it. I got a little bit of hydranimus or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I can't stand this dude right now. <laughs> That's not like a flower. No. What is it like the hydrangeas or something? It's called, it's something with an O, but it's it's like, it's there, but fuck that shit. Let's look it up. I got a little bit of that in me. Fuck oh. that shit. So from Aries to Pisces, it's about the the journey of, of, of human development. Ophicius? Let me see it. Got a little bit of Ophicius in me. I think it's like Ophicus or something. I can't even remember how to pronounce it. That's how insignificant it is. Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. I can't even remember how to pronounce that shit. Figure. Ophiuchus. (laughs) He won his own sign. Ophiuchus. I mean, somebody got a whole month just because. Who did? Augustus. Augustus. Wasn't there another one too? Marchestus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Augustus and um Julius Caesar died, right? Uh I think it was uh Caesar's son. Uh and that's where Augustus came from. Well well my name's Jason, right? And it's July, which is the month I was born, August, September, October, November. Shut up. Hey, my initials, you ready for this? Yeah. Are F G H. You get it like A B C D. F G H. You just gonna skip oh. E? That's not the what? A B C D E. This is not the important part. Is F G H. That's crazy. That's the important part. Why does? Why would you even catch that in real time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know the alphabet. Because I know the alphabet. I like literally try to pull a fast one, and I'm sitting here like, trying what to take. This guy knows the fucking alphabet. Guys, look at him. Look at the alphabet, please. Are you smarter than the film grader? Look at this guy. Trying to take the interview over again. Trying to take the interview over again. With the alphabet, I'm still in the spotlight with the alphabet. Hey buddy. Hey buddy. Your That's how easy your spotlight is your, to steal. Your initials I stole aren't in order, it with buddy. the alphabet. Your initials aren't in order. He, feel, he feels the pain. Oh, my gosh. Ouch. I'll know. drink to that. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight now that I know my initials aren't in order. Damn. Parents, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Okay, so back to your initials. What the fuck were we talking about? Initials. Your boy, your boyfriends. Your boyfriend. Giving them free readings. You. Yeah, yeah. You said if somebody was cute, they would have got a free reading. Yeah. And so all you got to do. Not if they were cute. And I kind of felt bad about myself because I never got a free reading with anybody who was not compatible with you. Is what you said. What? That's what you said. <laughs> what? That's yeah. what you said. Pretty much. You what want I me to rewind? You want me to rewind it and play it for him. you? You said when you. <laughs> not didn't say that. You gave him a reading, <laughs> and you wanted to see if they was compatible with you. Compatible and mind you, you I'm in. You said compatible for sure with a B. Did you fight them? But no. (laughs) But I think anybody's compatible. I was like, I feel like anyone. I was I was young as hell back then, so it was for play, play for sure. I started doing astrology when I was like ten, studying astrology when I was ten. So by the time you was old enough, you was like, I don't care what your. No, by the time I was old enough, it was kind of like. You can't just rely on a sign. You need to get to know the people. Mm-hmm. And so now I do like a real human study. Like even you, I'm like thinking you're a fucking Taurus this whole entire time. It's the chin. This whole entire time. I thought he was a Taurus for. a pretty big chin. They got a crimson chin. We're not going to keep going there. <laughs> However, yeah, like I really don't, don't try to box people in by their sign. I try to experience the person first and then let that tell me about everything I need to know about their combination, their sun, moon, rising, what have you. So I've definitely, I've definitely run into a few duds. I'm All a right, sun, so moon, with rising. that in mind. Everybody's a sun, moon, rising. Do I'm you know sun. your moon and your rising sign? Sun. 
I hate. <laughs> You're drunk. No, so with that in mind, with that in mind, yeah. that you have to know the yeah. people and you can't just judge them off their sign. Yeah. What's the most, the two most stubborn signs? Stubborn? Yeah. Um, Taurus and Aquarius. That's why she thought I wasn't stubborn. That's maybe. Maybe. Damn. Because I've, I've witnessed you argue about it. depends on what you're being stubborn about. And I don't really like, talk to you that much, so I just be kind of like observing everybody, and I be like, this nigga just be picking fights. <laughs> I like to debate with people. That's you might have is. a Taurus moon or a Taurus rising or some shit. I, I like to debate. That's all it is. And Taurus love to debate because they like to win and they like to argue. It's not about winning. I just like to see what people, how people are feeling. I like to check their energy. They do that as well. But okay, I mean, I'm curious to see your chart. That's all. You know. That's why I got a podcast. I like to talk to the people. Oh, and you man, do have to have a chart. Only there was a website that you could bring up that would show his chart. If only there happened to be a website. Do you know your birth time? Where right? people can look these See, things can't. up. Oh, we can't even do him. I don't. We got to get that birth certificate. You want me to text my mom? Yeah, she looked at mine yeah, last Yeah, for real. Time. Be like, mom. Wait, who did we pull up last time? Blake? Blake? It was Blake, yeah. Oh, I mean, we could pull me up. Oh, let's get into the Aries. A.M. Son, on the dot. Um, ast. Um, just go to astro.com. It'll it should redirect you. Yeah, Afro A F R O. Maybe I should make that. Go to free horoscopes. Just say agree. They did this new thing where they do cookies and shit. They be trying to see what you looking at. All the way to the. Oh yeah, you can go there. Extended chart right in the middle. Extended chart selection. Perfect. And then you want to go to um, up at the top where you see Blake's name, but then on the right it says add new. Oh, dang. Blake, whole info still. It stays there. You must have created a a username or something. It's it's your your sun rising when you was born. Your your, sun, moon, and rising. So your moon rising is when you die. Oh, God. You are so funny. No, bro. Your sunset is when you die. You ain't never seen the obituary? You right. Sunrise, sunset. He trying to make it one whole thing. <laughs> the <laughs> astro head's finna be on your ass. They gonna be like, figure don't know nothing. So the sun, moon, They gonna be trying to explain it for you and shit. The sun, moon setting is when you die. No, I don't do death predictions. People do get into that realm of astrology. It's not something I'm interested in. 18. I don't want to know when niggas gonna die. 91. Okay, she told me what time I was. You know your life path number, Diaz? Damn, boy, you just gonna let everybody know all your information on the pod? Can we bleep this out at some point? It ain't on there right now. I think. I'm um, just talking about him saying it. (laughs) All the Astro girls finna have your chart. I feel like I'm 11. Oh, um, 7 a.m. I'm going to pull it up on my phone so I'm not giving out all my information. Flat. You said it's Astros? Astro. Just Astro.com. AstroMartin.com is what popped out. Mm-mm. Why is the country the whole world? I need my phone. World? I'm getting ready to see. Astro.com. All right. What do, I, what do I type in? So then, let me see. Uh, Click here oh, to show the chart. Oops. Or no, it should be. Is it right there? All right. No, that's not it. Go to horoscopes. Okay. And then scroll down till you see extended chart. Dang, it's so much red in here. I feel like it's going to tell me I'm a bad person. She's going to tell you you're a bad person. You're, you're a six. <laughs> I'm a six? You're, let me do it again. They really want all my information, bro. I'm finna- 33. So you actually are a master number. 33 is big. 33 is like you came into this life. Ooh, I don't think I've ever met a 33 before, but 33s are like. Um, we met before. 
No, I've never identified like another person who had a 33. And it's 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 big six energy. So six is about responsibility. I am a Drake six, fan. Six. I am a Drake fan. It's about really taking care of your environment and being the responsible party. It's about creating family dynamics. And I really do see that in you in real life. Does, big dad energy. Why man. is she? Pl- All right, man. Let me find Look out. up master number 33 and it'll tell you. No, I, I believe I looked it up at some point. I knew it was a double number. I yeah. just feel like when I broke it down that day, you know how they say if it's 11, 22 or 33, don't yeah. break it down mm-hmm. or whatever. So I felt like I knew it was something that I didn't have to break down any further. I do mm-hmm. remember it going back to six though. So it's I, still I, a six. But what they're saying is it's like a, it's like a supercharged. Can I move this Jason? It's like a supercharged six. Like, it's a six on fucking steroids, bro. What you got to... He... Dude, first of all, I'm going to read yours in a second because Pisces men are some of the most interesting creatures this side of Earth, okay? All right, so George's chart. GS. Sorry. I'm sorry. I've known him. I've known him a like Dream. Dream is... We don't even got to... Dream. Dream. How did you pull that up? I'll pull yours up. Gotta, uh, yeah, we'll do yours on a big screen. Don't worry. You ain't going to be able to hide for long. All right, so... um. You got a Gemini moon. This is probably why we hit it off. When the friend who actually, I was like, let me not go that far. But yeah, I be depressed sometimes. Like I, I experience depression and anxiety. Hello, my name is Neil. I be depressed sometimes. So um, I was in that state, and I was like, man, I really need to get back into music. You know what I'm saying? Like I really need to find my 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 joy for life mm-hmm. again. You know, and I know that that's like a pinnacle for me. And she was like, oh yeah, hit up GS the Dream. You know him? She just talked you the fuck up, and she's the Gemini moon. Uh-huh. And so me being a Gemini rising and you having a Gemini moon is a very uh, Jamila? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's cuz our birthday's like right next to each other. Nope, nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. Nope. But <laughs> um ultimately Gemini people are are great connectors and networkers. They want to you know, throw the conversation out there, um you know, think about heavy concepts and really just talk to motherfuckers like we really be needing <laughs> to get out here sometimes just to see ourselves. Okay. You need a certain element of human interaction. You say we. Do you? Are you also a Gemini? I'm a Gemini rising. So that's uh. your rising sign is in Taurus. You're a Taurus. So, like for me, Gemini rising makes it so when I enter situations, like I said, I'm not an introvert. Mm-hmm. I come into a room, I have to make sure I don't take that motherfucker over because I'll be like, "What up, dude?" Like, and it'll low key get annoying if I don't rein it back in and be like, "Okay," you know what I'm saying? So, um. Yeah, your that's how you it's how you come off to people. Your rising sign is in Taurus. You come off as very slow, calculated, not slow like them. You know what I'm saying? She said you had a big head. What? You're very calculated. You're strategic in your interactions. You don't do things for no reason at all. You always have a strategy, and it can come off a little bit um, to people who may not know you. Because those who know Dream know he got a big heart. You know what I'm saying? But a person that may not know you be like, "Oh, this do me all business." You know what I'm saying? And it might even teeter on a little bit opportunistic because Taurus doesn't do anything for no reason. And so, but I think that you having your Aries um, son there, it it warms your personality up a little bit more. But again, people need to really get to know you because your son, you see that little circle with the other circle inside of it with the 27 next to it? Yeah. That's in the 12th house, which means it's hard for people to see you. It's hard for people to to get a good idea of who you are until they're able to have a conversation with you and share a private space with you. And then when they're there, they're like, oh, this nigga's a firecracker. Oh, he got energy. Oh, he he do this. This, You know what I'm saying? Okay. And also your mercury is there. So, yeah, you need to pull people close to you to get them to understand your fire. 
and your your ambition in life. Okay, and it's so something that you think stuff? about probably a lot. What's all this stuff down here by cancer? What is Cancer that? is, okay, so that is the start of your fourth house, which means home is very important to you. One thing that I've always remembered was your story about your mother. Mm. Cancer is the mother, and it's something that I feel like you wear that on your sleeve. You have, you see that little thing that looks like a key? Shout out to key. Yeah. That is the Chiron, which means it's like, it's called the wounded healer. It's the point of insecurity in our chart. And so, you know, it's kind of like the place where we have a little bit of a chip on our shoulder and it pushes us to whatever that chip is, it's hard for us to get over it, but we end up eating the challenge because we realize that even though we're hurt, we need to push forward and able to comfort other people who may experience that same type of hurt. And so just take that as it applies. You know what I'm saying? Nah, because I, when I think about the things that I do musically, like mm-hmm. a lot of times I focus so much on helping other artists because I remember not having help as an artist. Like mm-hmm. in the beginning of my career, it was literally nobody that was like, oh, I'm going to give you this. Or, hey, it'd be dope if we put you here or this would be a good look for you. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in a situation that might, benefit another artist whether i want to take that benefit for myself or not i'd at least pitch it like hey bro i'm signing up for this too but you should do this and you do like don't take this the wrong way well no don't even not even that fuck that preface take it the wrong way don't take that don't fuck that you have a nurturing energy about you and your mars is also there that little okay so where the key is if you go over to the left side of that dark line yeah that little thing with the arrow, y'all know that's the symbol for males. It's a phallic symbol. Uh-huh. And it's about how we do things, how we move throughout the world. So you move throughout the world like a cancer. Cancers are also very calculated, which people do not realize because they don't want to be hurt. And they want to protect themselves and other people. And so the, I, I noticed that your approach to life is a very, um, you're nurturing. You're nurturing. It just is what it is. You with your daughters. You with your fiance, with fish. even even how he, you know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, I'm trying to work. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in the best space. And George like, man, we could just talk. What you need? You know what I'm saying? It was really that. So it's definitely it's definitely on you. Um, not in you. Anyhow. <laughs> and then it's in the fourth house. So you need a stable, like you having a home studio makes all the sense because you need a stable place to do, to go about. You know, the Mars needs to work. And so you having a work at home situation, even though Mars is in your third house, which is technically communication or excuse me, um, it's work. Third, Yeah, no, I'm drunk. Third house is communication. <laughs> Mars is work. So it merges those two for you. So uh, your work is in communication for sure. Understandable. Yep. The things that you feel most dutiful and for men being useful is fucking important. <laughs> You know, so this is where you find your use. Yeah, where you feel like you can put your energy. Her to the best and Key use. have been talking today. I don't know what I'm checking Key phone when I get to the house. Let me find out. <laughs> y'all done told me. I got told tap. you everything <laughs> about my last, man. My nah. last 17 serious conversations with my fiance is literally stuff she's talking about right now. That's it's crazy. dope. What's this little, um, the little P? That's over there. So uh, the one that's on the other side of the key? Yeah. What's that is Jupiter. So Jupiter is the planet of expansion, and it really talks about the point in our life. And remember, the wheel is the human journey. Uh-huh. So it's a point in our life where we, when we really tap into that area, we can blow things up. So yours is in your place of house and home and family. I don't know if y'all plan on expanding that family anytime soon, baby, but definitely you need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> because men with Jupiter in that house tend to father a lot of children and also just put a lot of work into the home and into making it 
the type of space that one would like to live in because Jupiter is abundance, benevolence, good luck, just grace. Mm. So, yeah, definitely putting investing into the home will bring you a lot of just happiness in life and peace in life. And it's in Leo, so it'll bring you a lot of joy. Your daughters are a pure source of joy for you, for sure, because you and children, Leo is the connection to kids. You fostering their growth, you don't even realize the impact you're probably having on them. You're a blessing in the home. Man, Go, ahead Go ahead and cry. Go ahead and cry. Go ahead and cry. I've been telling motherfuckers I'm a blessing for years, and then they'll come here. You know, y'all, y'all God gonna believe came. her, but God. y'all believe me. God came. This ain't for and me. Not, the, the good luck, I'm definitely taking that in because it's been rough. So if yeah. there's some benevolence and some blessings running around in and the also, stars, yeah. they need to come on down to the and, boy. And, and listen, I don't get too deep I into. It. I don't get too deep into this. I know the love you have for your mother. Create a space in your home that's dedicated to her if you don't already have one. Like a like an altar. I can definitely put her picture up, whatever she liked, whatever she you know what I'm saying, her favorite shit was, her shit shit. I don't give Me? a fuck. I mean, yeah. Nah, but don't put you on the altar because you can't put live people on the on an altar of somebody yeah, that has passed over. Nah, I understand. However, you can't like a friend. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. They got references. You don't know what a ofrenda is? I don't know what the fuck What's that? All right, so um, in Mexican culture or whatever, like the Day of the Dead. Oh, yes. When they take the thing and they put all of the the people that passed It's an altar. Yeah. Yep, that's it. And even if she likes a certain liquor or tobacco or just something that in our minds is a little bit like, "Mm -mm, you're not supposed to do that. Don't even hold that from her. Like, put that shit on that altar for her, you know, And, and just sit with her weekly, sit with her daily or whenever you, whenever. You know, but make it a ritual because fourth house is the mother. Jupiter in the fourth house, that's your blessing. That's your blessing. She brings you fire. Leo, she gives you pride. Uh. That's your that's your source of pride. You need to, like, play that up more. Because I know that that's, like, it's a story behind your name with that and shit. Like, you know? These are facts. So, yeah, just as, as you keep along this journey, remember to Damn. incorporate her in that real type of way. For real, it'll help ground you. Fourth house is also grounding in the real material sense, so. Dang, I didn't mm-hmm. even get grounded a lot when I was a kid. Though. Oh, my God. Was- Grounding is more so about just getting practical and being in your body. As we have this human experience, a lot of times we get caught up in the next moment or the past moment. And it's about now. It's about right now. So make sure you're dedicating those right now moments to mama. Mm. You mm-hmm. hear that? Real mama. Okay, okay. Come so on see- with it. So let me see. Is there anything else? No, we're going to go up to the top because I'm going to tell you the most important. So that that top, how do I want to describe it? You see the pitchfork Neptune? Y'all know Neptune. Mm -hmm. All right. So Neptune and Uranus look like, what's that, 16 and 13? They conjunct, which means they're really super close. They share energy. On your 10th house cusp, that is the other important cusp right there because it talks about your emergence into the world, your reputation. And so definitely... um, you got Uranus right there on your on your midheaven, which makes you a little bit of a rebel, a little bit of a rebel, um, but with a good cause. You always, oh, excuse me, this liquor is getting to me, honey. I color between the lines, but yeah, hey, it, it, you want to do things your way. You you you're stubborn. We already determined that, and I think that eventually that stubbornness will lead you to a wall where you're like, okay, I have to surrender. And this is the way that things need to be done. And you'll get into more group aspects. I feel like we're witnessing that in real time. And then you also have Neptune right there, which means that art. And yeah, I'm going to get a beat from Pharrell, right? Okay. And art and fantasize, like fantasy will be two things that really 
anchor you in people's minds. And so creating the story is going to be of the utmost importance. Because if you let Uranus, if you let Uranus just take over and you just like, no, I'm just about to do this shit on my own merit. Like you get taken away from the beauty of Neptune. Also, fantasy is probably one of the first words I heard you sing. What? And what song? What song that is? Think about the first time I tried to record you. I told you I got dementia. All right, so look. <laughs> I remember. I had a song. I do remember, but I don't remember the words. I had a song uh, that was actually literally called Fantasy, and I felt like. That's what it was. Yep. And then History it was so a Timberland rich. beat. I can, I'm not about to beatbox it right now, but I remember how the beat sounds to this day. I remember his version of the song that made me want to redo the song because I felt like he left a lot of space on that song that could have been filled mm-hmm. with lyrics. Guess who thinks he's really good at lyrics? My black guys. So it might have been from that album, possibly from that album or the album prior. But yeah, that was one of the first words I I probably like heard you do a run on. This is why these moments are important. We need to document this whole shit because I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like you know Flint. We used to could say it's something in the water. Now I don't have the same hit to it. So, but people here, I don't know if it's like the conditions. It makes you have to like get into your mind and, and hit that like escapism. You know what I'm saying? To want to just like be or see your circumstances in a different way, type of thing. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us and all a lot of us in this generation have Neptune and Capricorn and Capricorn is about realizing things making them real getting into the business of it and i feel like that's been a lot of our plight like we've been talented for forever but like getting a business together not trying to be funny or nothing like just we don't have that much of a resource here like we're not in Atlanta where niggas are just throwing deals left you know right and so we a lot of us have to like um bring that fantasy to us and so this is going to be a major part of you and your reputation and what you do with the world. Also having North Node there, you need to work towards solidifying yourself in a business sense because I know you're very artistic, but it's going to be more about having your paperwork together than anything. Big facts. Mm-hmm. Understandable. There we go. Bigger facts. And Let's you're see. building, okay, last thing, Saturn and Aquarius, you build through networks. So. That's what the little H looking thing is? Yep, that's Saturn. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cool. What are, um like do the numbers that are next to the signs like indicate some kind of number of importance? Um, like- yeah, everything on this chart is important, and for real, like if we like, even the most skilled astrologer could never sum up your entire chart. We could do this shit for I could see you every day for years probably, and I would always find something new to talk about. So like the numbers are basically telling you how far into each sign they are. It's called degrees. So, like, if you look at that H, you're at six degrees Aquarius. So, if you look up at the little two wiggly lines and you count from where it goes from the little green glyph to the orange, you know what I'm saying? That line right there is six points away from that midpoint. And so, you can get into what's called degree theory, where each degree is symbolized by a certain sign. So, six degrees would be Leo. So your Saturn is actually at a Leo degree. So even though you build through networks, you need to be of high importance in these networks or else it doesn't hit the same. It don't feel real. and You want a place of authority within them because Leo needs recognition and admiration. And so knowing that about yourself 
and positioning yourself based off that degree. Need y'all motherfuckers to know I'm the man when important. I walk in here. Hella important. Uh, this why is all right. We Insight into the this real is getting person. Creepy now. Y'all need to pay for reading. <laughs> this is all, getting creepy now. Like y'all need to pay for a reading. Come see me. No, no, I'm pulling up tomorrow because you said you got something new for me every day. I'm every time. Because we can talk about how time. the plan. Right, you can walk. I'm going to pull up on my bike. <laughs> yeah, you can You can like relate each of the planets to each other and all those lines. Like you said, it's a lot of red in my chart, which means that the way that your planets are acting off of each other, there's a lot of blue in your chart too and some green. So you got the some red good. just popped off the screen. Yeah, the red is always the most alarming. I mean, we're conditioned. Come on now. But the red is more tougher aspects. So the parts of you that don't get along as well. So it'll cause some sort of friction and you have to really like work to find the positivity and like figure out how to make the two parts of yourself meld together for whatever those two planets represent. Mm. Same thing happened to me, man. And the and the blue is like where it's so easy for you. Sometimes you take it or you take your gifts for granted. It's too easy, so you downplay those parts of yourself because it's like, oh, well, it's natural. So that's me being too humble for my too own. humble. But also, it's just like, okay, but this is a gift. You can you can really like just settle into it and have that level of confidence that it is something that comes naturally. Cool. This is getting really creepy. Hour twenty. Okay. Figure you want a quick read. Sure. Did you get that link I sent you? Is it on? I would. I can't. On the iPad. Oh. I can't go out of the app. Okay. But I can do yours right here. Yeah, but. I don't have want to, to tell you all my yeah, information in front of everybody. Bro, if you don't, can we take an intermission? I need to tinkle. Are, are we gonna do that? To come over here and put it in there, and Diaz can tell the story. Uh, story time. All right. So look, what happened was right. Oh, I had the perfect story. I don't know if we want to say this here, but or I'm not gonna say names. Let's just not say names. So, uh, apparently, my reputation around the city is that I think I'm so lyrical that I can take anybody on. Right. So. In the midst of that, I stumble into a conversation. That's literally because somebody, like, tagged me in something. And in this in this post, they say, yo, he thinks he's the dopest, like, lyrical rapper, blah, blah, blah. But I know somebody that'll pretty much get him out of the paint. So I'm, in my head, like, this is me you talking about. This is me. This is... GS the dream. This isn't some random person that y'all might be able to play around with like this. This is me. So yeah, so this person thinks that um man, I don't want to say his name, especially not on this on this platform that has millions of listeners a week. You know what I'm saying? I there's thousands of people that's tuning in that turns into millions, you know what I'm saying? And then if we go international, it's probably billions. If we if we really looking at the numbers, I don't even have time for that anymore. But it's billions of people looking at us right now. So I don't want to say this person's name, but I've literally heard negative four songs from him. I don't know how you can hear a negative amount of music, but I heard negative four songs from this guy. And these people are so confident that this person can get me out the paint lyrically. And I almost feel like 
I need to take this person's head off just for the fact that your homeboys think you could mess with me. Or or you could just ignore it and that'd probably be a lot more But I already fed into it. Painful on his end. But I already fed into it. <laughs> but I already fed I think I lost the moment I started like posting links like nah he gotta beat this and this and this <laughs> i think that was probably when you started feeding into it instead of yeah, just ignoring that's it, probably when i lost just talking yeah. about him on the internet just pasting posting memes about him i wanted to take the jeff effect and just like post it and be like man go listen to his music so you can shut the <laughs> fuck up and leave me alone but um yeah man so I don't know. They probably building up to some kind of event or some stuff like that. And they knew that commenting on my pen was going to make me angry enough to take somebody's head off. So they probably just want to catch me taking someone's head off on camera. Okay. That's what I think. That's well, my theory. So when was the first time you ever had to take someone's head off? Oh man. This ain't his interview. <laughs> no, we could talk about the squiggly lines in the red box. We don't know what they mean. I wanna know why you have actual shapes in yours. Mine's are just like angles. You have actual <laughs> geometric shapes in yours. Yeah. Maybe which makes me feel one. like uh, I don't know. I saw all the red in mine and I thought something was wrong and this was like nah. Yeah, you, you I don't know. I mean, you kind of got some blue in there, too. So maybe oh, it's going to balance see. out. Maybe your blood and your crib balance out. Oh, this nigga got hella squares. That's what I'm picking up on. I'm like, bro, you difficult. Damn, <laughs> she said you a square, bro. You see the square? <laughs> hella square. Do you see the square? Yeah, that's what we were just talking about. It's a about. rhombus. It's, the squares have, like, right angles. I he's got an obtuse. And he's got a, he got a rhombus. No, he, he has got a couple so rhombuses. many right angles. So just uh-huh. look at every single right angle that you Whoa, can find. Oh, you're right. Those are points of tension. None of it is tension to me. It's because it's na- it's you. <laughs> it's natural to you. You've been with this this persona your entire life. You've you found your comfort in it. And I find that people who have a lot of squares, when they can be comfortable, like almost like taking on the role of like devil's advocate or playing the villain or just like acceptance, that's when they become like, wow. damn, you really that you unbearable me. as fuck. <laughs> me. Dude, wow. don't not describe you me. can't deny it. That's not true. Let's talk about I thought he was a whole Taurus. Oh, I see why I pick up on Taurus energy as well because it's just it's earth signy. You have uh-huh. a, a a Capricorn moon. No nonsense. No nonsense. You 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 nonsense. Yes. You nonsense in real life. Everything is nonsense. Nah, you know how to monetize nonsense. That's he why com- that's why you've gone ahead and accepted it as your common's evil twin nonsense. Oh, <laughs> AKA Fig. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Let's get into this chart for real. All right, for real. Okay, so the first point I like to start at for everybody is the rising sign. You, oh, you're, oh, you're a Pisces rising, which is like a Pisces regular too. <laughs> honestly, uh, so it's how you come into the world, your personality, first impressions. You can shape shift. You could be whoever you want to be upon first meeting a person. And with that Capricorn Moon, you're hella judgmental too. Don't don't argue with me. It is what it is. But so if you whatever energy you pick up on, motherfucker, you're going to reflect back. That's Pisces energy. Um, And they're the last sign of the Zodiac, meaning they've had the opportunity of watching all the rest of us fucking crash and burn and just go through, you know, whatever our struggle is. And so they learn from that and they become like granddaddies. Um, Granddaddy is not the right word. It's like a shapeshifter because you've watched everybody else do their thing and 
Pisces people can move in and out of energies. And so, yeah, depending on the scenario, you can fit the box. And then Pisces sun men are fucking trolls. They just are. You guys have a gene in you that is like, I want to fuck with everybody because I can hop in and out of realities. You are. So with women, you could definitely lie your ass off, bro. Like, I'm scared of Pisces. You would never lie. Would never lie. I'm scared of Pisces men because. Never lie to a woman. They know how to. They know how to move the mark. (laughs) Gaslight effortlessly. Create conversation and just aggravate your fucking spirit to the point where now you're riled up. But then they sit there and they put the salve on you and they're like, yeah, baby, but yeah, but this, this and that. And, whoop, whoop, whoop. and then they convince you that they're like, I don't know, man. They could just hop in and out of realities, bro. So what kind of a donut does he have over there by number 25? Donut number 25, that's his Pisces son. Oh, okay. And it's in his first house. So he super identifies as a Pisces. But being that it's Pisces, there is no identity. It's who he creates himself to be. Wow, oh, you Loki. I'm Loki. Low key. Wow. Low key. I um, about you, myself. Another thing, you also have Mercury. <laughs> so the thing that's like on top of the donut that says 12 next to it with the little horns, that's yep. Mercury. That's how we communicate. Okay, devilish. <laughs> I, know, I thought. You got you, know. you got your Mercury in Pisces, which you guys are slippery fucking fish, bro. In conversation, you just know how to whack. Don't I say this all the time? Don't I say this all the time? He does not lose arguments. It's because. Mm-mm. You can move the bar. He doesn't lose arguments, and he could be dead wrong, but I know. he's going to latch wrong. on to the part where you're wrong, and then he's going to make his wrong. He warps he's reality. He's going to make your wrong overshadow him. Yes. Warps reality. Yes. Pisces yes. quite literally that is rule the unseen and I've rule the vibration. I've seen win yeah. arguments he should have lost. Yeah. So if you're watching this right now, tune back into a number, um, any of the episodes. <laughs> all of them. Watch them all. And, and, and listen to Fig's argument uh, about halfway through. Towards anything. Amer- do a marathon. Just watch this shit on a marathon Hell and watch yeah. how many times. Drink. Watch no, no, no. Hell yeah. Drink every time figures no. start an argument. Make a watching. Drink, drink every time I solve an argument. Every time he wins an <laughs> argument, take a drink. <laughs> you have multiple so, watching parties. <laughs> okay, watch it three, four times. No. So, yeah, you, you, and this is all in your first house. And so it means that this is the part of your personality that you're most comfortable sharing with others because it's not something you can hide. And so you come into, and you can see like all the lines coming off of it are blue. Both of those planets, all the lines coming off of them are blue. So you really learn how to incorporate this part of your personality into, like I said, that natural talent. You know what I'm saying? Um, Then you got, what else I want to talk about? I want to go up there to that Capricorn. So where you see the moon. Um, Neptune and Uranus where is the moon 10 degrees yeah so very you know what you like and what you don't like life is feels black and white a lot of times like you might not have a lot of the emotional issues that people have but also because of that you experience a lot of fucking tension because sometimes you can't you're not always the most fair you don't you're not very lover boy you are lover boy but not really because um your Venus can't drop that album yet Listen, your Venus is in Aries, which makes you a little bit selfish, you know, and so it it stunts your emotional growth a little bit, I would say, probably. And it just poses as an issue. Um, Your Mars is in Cancer. Y'all both got Mars in Cancer. Mm. Brother, the brotherhood. So y'all are very exact about what it is that you want to do in life. You move off emotions. When you feel a way about something, you got to do something about it or else you just don't feel like yourself. Um, And a lot of the movement comes from a place of anger or frustration, if we're being honest, because all the lines coming off that motherfucker except two is red. So mad. 
Hmm. So let your anger push you forward to take initiative in certain areas. And it's in the fifth house. So it does have a lot to do with music. Fifth house is our our space of hobbies and where we romanticize things. And it's also the house of music. So a lot of red coming off that. It's a lot. You got three hard aspects. Two oppositions in two squares. Fuck you niggas. That's why I saw that red coming off the music. Two oppositions in two squares. Fuck you niggas. Yeah, and sometimes you don't even be your real self because your moon is opposing that Mars, meaning you really don't feel like that, nigga, but that's what you're going to project. Damn, no, I thought I was real. Mm Mm-mm. Nigga, fake, it probably fake is real. <laughs> I'm fake as fuck. Damn it, you in my head. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, bro. Like it's 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 a real like when you do things, it might make motherfuckers mad. Like it might rub people the wrong way for sure. But Good. in your own mind, like honestly, you're you are integral. You do say what you mean. You say what you mean, but your feelings don't always align with that. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. Like. I don't know if everybody out there can really understand that. Like, you could feel a fucking way and be like, this is the truth. You know what I'm saying? But you don't really feel like that. You wish it wasn't so. Say it ain't so. But I got to do it because I got to do it. 50 cent. Big 50 everybody cent energy. can't go. Big 50 cent saying? energy for both of these over here. I love you, but from over here. Because mm-hmm. you, you made your bed already. And let's talk about at the and very. I don't like your sheet color. Oh, God. <laughs> At the very top of the chart, you got your north node, that thing that looks like a pair of headphones on the left side of that P. He's right here. Um, that is our 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 oh, okay, that's what you listen to. Our main yeah. challenge in life is what we need to move towards in order to grow and really become our fullest version of ourselves and be fulfilled when we die, for real. Yours is in Sagittarius. You need to get the fuck out of here, bro. And it's right there. You see that big, thick line? It's sitting right on top of it, which means... That's what she said. No, she didn't. But, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's right there. She didn't, I guess. (laughs) Meaning, meaning... But you did just say... Meaning, your career, your career is something that you need to really focus on. And, like, being um, so Sagittarius is about different cultures different people's you know realm of existence and consciousness and like really gaining experience through travel and through human interaction and like higher learning so it's putting yourself in environments where you're not the smartest person in the room putting yourself in environments where everybody else might share in a totally different thought system or culture and really like learning from those experiences not coming in like the gemini where it's like oh this is what i know and this is who i am and this is how my mind works no it's about getting out there and getting in a space of like being more explorative and doing what you do now interviewing motherfuckers talking to people so what's your experience been like very sagittarius um, I'm trying to think of something else I could say about that because, yeah, you might end up being a teacher. You might be a perpetual student for the rest of your life on, on a su- certain level. He don't like it. I don't like either one of those. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, but it doesn't mean you're going to school. That you, you could be. No, it doesn't mean school, especially in Sagittarius. It means life. And it's in your ninth house. It's technically not on your not in your tenth house. It's right on the cusp. And if you look at it, it's on the right, right on side. It. And on the right side. Yeah, yeah. so it's in the so ninth. So have at least nine houses, and that's where that one's going to be at. Oh, God. So have on the right. House. You might be bi-coastal at some point. You need to work towards that for sure. Bi-coastal? Like- now, are those words Hold together? on. Let me make it clear. What? I am I am not 
buy anything. All right. We <laughs> <laughs> make it very clear. Exactly. Is this a misogynistic I'm very, have I'm you very hetero coasting. Okay. I have. <laughs> I'm very hetero coastal. That might have been a rhetorical question. He said I'm hetero coastal. I'm very oh hetero coastal. Make that clear. For everybody no. I'm not gonna oh, say what I'm really thinking. No, no idea. No, I'm not gonna say not, what I'm really thinking. Did my chart tell you I'm not hetero coastal? Wait, hold on a second. Does it <laughs> that is wait. not what I just heard? Did, or how many houses have you been in? What? Is this your third house right now? Oh, how many houses? You got six more houses to go before you're bi coastal. Hey. So you got some years. Y'all fucking ignorant, bro. <laughs> All I know is you need to see some different things, and that's going to be part of your journey in life is being. You might need a mentor. You got a mentor? As long as I'm not bi coastal. You got a mentor? <laughs> Yeah, he's sitting next to him. You you definitely, yeah, you need as many gurus and mentors around you. You might get into, like, your spirituality might also be something that pushes you in life and something that you, you like, fall more into. Like, think um, Most Dev. He went, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole different nigga now. His name ain't even Most Dev no more. You feel me? Yeah. He had a whole, what is it? Like, a rebirth? An awakening? Yeah, you may experience that for sure. And it's in, what degree is that? Oh, it's only at 16 degrees, so it might not be super extreme like that, you know what I'm saying? But you will come to a point in your life where it's like, damn, okay, cool. So I'm learning, and I need, like, if I know better, I got to do better. Yeah, because 16 degrees ain't even that hot. So. Yeah, or cold. Yeah, I got oh, zero yeah. degrees right now. And also, Fig, you need to reach back and, and mentor <laughs> some, some people younger than degrees. you. Do you have that aspect of your life? I ain't got no kids. You don't need kids. That's not what I said. Sagittarius like to be free. You need no anchors. You need... Fuck around and mentor some people. They start sending you child support checks. I don't need none. <laughs> what? Checks? You'll find Wait, the right mentor. Checks. I was to say, like... You'll find the right How you mentor people. somebody and get you a child have... support check? I wish I could. He ignorant. He, you also got Pluto there, which means you find power in that. And you need to, like, exercise the and power of your kids. knowledge. Mentoring children? It doesn't have to be children. People? It don't have to be children. I mean, younger. people younger than you. Wait, Pluto is the P. Pluto is the P. Pluto is the power. Pluto is where shit get real greasy. Uh, Pluto That's not even bad. a planet no more. Pluto is that motherfucking one, nigga. Pluto come in and fuck your whole shit up. You better be careful. Who you think living on Pluto? I think somebody Dr. living Manhattan. on that motherfucker. I think some living on Pluto. somebody living on that motherfucker. Y'all think we the only motherfuckers in the solar system? Hell, Doctor Man, coats and shit. They on Pluto with some hazmat Down jackets. Mm -hmm. Okay, so is there anything else on my chart? Let me see. Yeah. There's a lot going on on yeah. the chart. I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it. Your ego might be bruised a little bit. Oh, boy. You find some more positives. Yeah, find a positive. He said what? Don't say that uh, shit. She, she, <laughs> trying to, she trying to sandwich it real <laughs> quick. Like, yeah, I got to. I done said something good. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. We can leave that for the Patreon content. Yeah, yeah. Um, so your life, your blessings come through negotiations with people. Um, it's not. It's bullshit. Huh? I got to work for this bullshit. You do. You got to use that mouthpiece. Yeah. God bless you. It's in your first house, man. People know you feel your thoughts in your mind. Shorty. Yeah, so yep, ladies. I got and it's in your seventh house. When you get married, your life is gonna change. If marriage is something you aspire to, when you find a super long term partner and you commit to that motherfucker, your life is gonna change. You're not even gonna be the same person. Yeah, you're gonna be blessed. 
Mm. I need to. I need to settle down. Hey, somebody hit me up. I got that mouthpiece. But you job. difficult though, work. because you were you were you were Venus and Aries, and y'all like to act like y'all don't care about nobody but yourself. Fuck but em. truly, <laughs> when you learn to negotiate and you get into Libra and you're able to become a partner, a viable partner, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and a real partner, that's where your blessing gonna be at. I don't, no more fuck them. Like, did I have anything in Libra? I no, nigga. She, I, don't I don't even know. think she about said me, Libra. Libra he Aries. Sleeping, bro. This is the fun. <laughs> Let me take a a quick intermission and just tell y'all something about GS the Dream. This nigga is an Aries, okay? So the thing about it, when I first hit him up, like, bro, I I need to just be in a musical space again. You know what I'm saying? What you got going? Like, let's just, you know what I'm saying? Figure something out real quick. Let's talk. Uh And, um... You know, he like, yeah, you into that astrology stuff. And I don't know if you were having a conversation with Key or what was going on. But he was like, I want to know what this Aries shit is all about. He texts me one night. He like, what the fuck do this mean? I'm like, Aries, wherever you got Aries, you you think about yourself and you really are trying to pioneer something. You're trying to get to the finish line first. And he was so, I'm not like that. I am not. I'm not selfish at all. And all this stuff. And I'm just like. It's not about that in a negative sense all the time, but it's just the 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 instinct to assert. And I think that's what we're experiencing right now. He's a real ass Aries, like in real fucking life. Mm. And so take that same concept and translate it into your love life. That's how you kind of act. You. Ooh, me? <laughs> you. I'm talking about you now. Aries, your love planet is there. So yeah, in your love relationship, sometimes it don't even dawn on you like, you you think of things from your perspective. That's all Aries is. That's all Aries is. You've seen it from your viewpoint. You know what I'm saying? Because it's about the individual. It's about how you compare or how what you got going on type of thing. My reality is right. the only reality that really exists. If being so what's in his bacon house? His bacon house? Where that's at? Oh, that's, that's Aquarius. <laughs> Bro. The bacon house. This is funny. His 12th house is in Aquarius, which means... Mm. Oh, I see where the 12's at now. Yep, yep. Um, okay. 12th house. It's in the middle. Towards the middle, yeah. Oh, shit. The clock Shh. fucked up. The clock is fucked up. <laughs> Yet's your clock. <laughs> oh, my okay. clock fucked up. Yeah, your clock is fucked up. Waking up late. All right, so what's going on with my baby? But at 5 o'clock, you got the 69 thing going on. Hey. <laughs> at 5, midday. No, okay, yeah. so. Um, right after work. You got 12th house. 12th house means it's our subconscious mind. It's where we kind of hide ourselves from the world. And we are not as open with what happens in the 12th house because it represents our subconscious mind and like the, th- the things we really fucking think about. So stability is really on your mind mm-hmm. all the time. And I just ordered a planner. True story. Capricorn moon things. Y'all love categorizing. That's crazy. Love compartmentalizing things. It makes you feel better. Am I wrong? Um, I'm really bad at it. But I, I it make you feel better? Yeah. It take away the anxiety a little bit. I'm really bad at it. Because Pisces placements, let me say this as well. Y'all are super, super bad with boundaries. Not good at putting boundaries up. You you lose yourself in the world sometimes if you don't block off time and things like that and like tell people, no, I cannot hang out every day. Pisces will, oh my God, they will rule your whole fucking schedule. Like you don't have shit else to do but fuck with them. Like for real. But, um. Facts. 
That's all that matters. But he has the Capricorn moon, which means you are a little bit more pragmatic than a normal Pisces might be. But you need to employ certain tactics in order to keep yourself there because the moon is emotional. It changes signs every two days. So some days you'd be super, oh, I'm on my shit. I'm doing this. I got everything scheduled. Some days you'd be like, man, fuck that. I'm going with the flow. You feel me? But ultimately, you want your lifestyle to be something that is a little more predictable. You want to carve out a niche for yourself where you know what's getting ready to happen. You know how you're going to make your money. You know where you're going to be. And it's 11th house. So you really hold your friends accountable um, and your network's accountable. And you become like a, a stable force in that field because 11th house is uh, networks, friend groups and shit like that. But your Saturn being an Aquarius, I think a lot of y'all, y'all y'all younger than me. A lot of y'all got that placement and it's about connecting with the network. But again, just like I told George, he has his son in the 12th house, meaning people don't get a chance. I don't have a son. Dream. dream. I have two daughters. I don't have. Dream has his son in the 12th house. 12th house. Oh, when I get my 12th house, I'm going to get a son. Dang, I got a lot of houses to buy. I can't stand y'all. But yeah, so he, he. Has to work a little harder to, for people to see him and to understand his identity. You have to work a little harder for people to see that the shit you got going, you've been thinking about it and you've been planning it out. And you want people involved. And it's at 25 degrees, so it's pretty pretty evolved. It's almost at that 30th degree. So um, you can operate in a network in a very mature manner and like really serve as, again, an anchor for people. And it's like an anchor to say... Fuck this shit society put in front of us. This is what we finna do. That's both of y'all. But yours is a little bit more, a little bit more progressed. Pronounced. Yeah, my chart. A little more mature. My chart basically saying the album is on the way. Okay. Essentially. <laughs> okay. What does it mean that he doesn't have <laughs> anything in Taurus and you thought he was a Taurus? Um, so his second house is kind of a little bit in Taurus. So, um... He starts off making money any way he can see that he can make money and wanting to really do it on his own. But then moving into it, you really want to just find stable income because you realize that the level of energy it takes to really just be, you know what I'm saying? Like a talking head, (laughs) like Aries is just, it wants to just do things and take initiative, but you want money to come in in a more predictable way. As you get older, especially, you you be tired of doing all that running around shit. You want passive income. That means we trying to get our sponsors up. Tap yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And OnlyFans. And mm-hmm. OnlyFans. Yeah. Y'all on uh, Twitch? Add I'm getting on, ready to do that. Add me on OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com backslash figure the dick. What the fuck you be talking about? Oh, never mind. A.K.A. <laughs> aka blackpeoplemeet.com. Yeah. Yo. That's your Venus and Aries. Like, where the bops at? You feel me? Hit me up. I got something for you. Ain't gonna last long. Well, dang, let me not say that, but. Ain't gonna last long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, she like That's what the chart say. Three <laughs> minutes, baby. All right. I'm dead. So, uh, is there anything else? There's a lot more. What did I talk about? Nah, what is there anything else? Okay. Wait, what was the bad that you was about to say? You was like, Just he has his K2. Fine. I mean, his Chiron. Has- <laughs> oh, shit, I'm on K2. No. But- Rahu and K2, that's your North Node and your South Sound oh, like a street thinking, fighter. I was thinking. Okay, so the two the two most negative things I see in this chart is the fact that your South Node is in Gemini, meaning you are a fucking know it all. You think you know every fucking I thing. You know a lot of stuff. And it's fucking irritating because you, you, yeah, nah. I do know. Then, okay, I'll give you that. Mm, let's be fair. So you can get, get that Libra taken care of. So you can be real nice and, um, you know, diplomatic. 
But you have your Chiron, which is that K over in Leo, and it's not attached to nothing. So you have this sense of, well, that's the good thing is that it's not attached to nothing because it's not affecting anything else. But it's also like whatever you struggle with, you don't like to talk about it. You don't like to incorporate that into your being and have that show. Which you should. That, of course you would feel like that because your shit is not connected <laughs> to nothing. So you don't want to talk about your shit. But I mean, but it's also K, uh, K, uh, Chiron. Chiron being in Leo. Leo is the ego. It's the ego. It's our sense of importance. It's the thing about us that we think people should pay the most attention to and admire us for and love us for. Because Leo rules children, unconditional love, right? And admiration and like your hero. Oh, that's Leo, right? So to a certain extent, you really want that in your life, but you may like push that ideology to the side a little bit. Like, oh, no, I'm not even going to make it. I'm not going to make myself a big deal in that way. Because Leo just wants to be admired just because. They don't really do any hard work. Mm. You just want to be seen. Crazy. So you you don't really. You, I'm sorry, Jason's a Leo. Le, yeah, I'm sorry, bub. Yeah, he took that one in the heart. Like, Whoa, I catch a stray. I'm hey, so we're done. You know, that's what I'm saying. This podcast is over. It's about that time. But yeah, no, like, and if your son is there, that doesn't mean you're just super like um, shallow or anything. It depends on where. Like, if you have a whole lot of planets in Leo, then yeah, <laughs> then yeah. If your if your rise is there, then maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit, but it depends on where all your planets are. Um, and like I said, for you, this is your place of insecurity. You, so, you, you're you insecure with kind of like being super, super braggadocious. Mm -hmm. So you may feel like you have to work hard so that you can brag so that you have something to anchor that. Mm. Okay. So um, when we did the, the reading in the past, mm -hmm. the last couple things you were saying are that's here, but that's generational. That's here, but that's generational. Mm -hmm. If anyone was born in that, that like 90 to 93 era and you feel like those things are generational, mm -hmm. what, what are those things that that's pretty much in so, everyone in our age group? This is a beautiful question. I love this question so much because it's going to bring it all home. So it's the Neptune and the, and the Uranus up there in Capricorn. All of us. I say in our like immediate, like, you know, our cohort, mm -hmm. our our peers, most of us have this placement. Your your Neptune and your Uranus is somewhere in Capricorn, meaning we are the serial entrepreneurs of the world. As soon as you see like millennials, well, millennials has really started like 81. But even them, like really, as soon as they started getting of age, you feel me? Like these niggas really was like, fuck all that old money shit y'all talking about like fuck going to school fuck traditional living like i don't want a mortgage I, i'm not gonna have social security at a certain point because of the, how the world is imploding on itself in america it's almost at the 250 year mark or whatever the case may be like we finna that shit is not finna last very long so we had the foresight i think based on our astrology to know capricorn we need to hmm, establish ourselves industrialize ourselves figure out how to Generate this income. Work for me. How to how to ground our ideas? How to become sovereign entities and be players in this whole thing? That's Capricorn. Capricorn is the graduated energy of the individual. It's understanding Sagittarius, where it's like I need to just break free and be a rebel from this shit because I'm mm. smart enough. I have the resources to do it. But right. Sagittarius is a little bit wild sometimes. Like they they really just be young, wild, and free. Do what the fuck they want, and they don't subscribe to rules a lot of times or if they do they know how to bend them motherfuckers you feel me 
But Capricorn is where we get to the point where we stop fighting. We're like, okay, cool. If we must play this game, then let me go ahead and get my LLC. Let me go ahead and establish my business for a few years. You feel me? And figure out a plan. Get a business plan. Let me go ahead and motherfucking get a building. Let me go ahead and get a business license. You know what I'm saying? Let me get my EIN (laughs) so that I can be a viable player in this whole matrix. Are these the rules? Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm a plan. I'm a plan. Then Aquarius is where we get into... Okay, now that I know the rules, I can I can more slyly break them and create new rules. Right. Because I understand that structure is a is a necessity. That's Capricorn understanding how to compartmentalize, how to do your filings and things like that and like getting real, getting real real. So, if someone wanted to get a more detailed reading of their own thing i know those things are generational those things Mm -hmm. are kind of going to apply to like you said people in our age group Mm -hmm. so if they wanted a more in-depth reading on the planets that come before that where where can they go to they can go to they can go to nelnicole.com it's spelled n-e-l-l-e-n-i-c-h-o-l-e um this is my this is where you can find everything that i dibble and dabble into there will be more music uploaded soon. There's a high vibe shop. That's the name of my spiritual company. Um, and if you'd like a reading, you can very easily click on book a session. There's a there's a huge book now button. And then when you get there, you'll see the different astrology readings, the tarot readings. And I also offer subscription courses for singles and for couples. If you guys would like to do a more in-depth sort of like working with me over a six-month period, I got a couple people that are trying that course out now and I'm getting great reviews. Mm. It basically is where, like I, I told them, like, we could talk about your chart all day all night to the next day so what we do is we go through the different aspects we'll start by doing a reading like what i just gave Mm y'all and then we go into the aspects and then we go into the houses and then we go into what do you want to do with your life and what parts of your chart will help support that um and it's just a really nice immersive experience where you get everything documented you feel me because like low-key i'm a counselor Low-key, I'm a whole-ass therapist. I just didn't go to school for that shit. But it's so, in my spirit. So if I listen to this podcast and I'm like, dang, she sounds like she's really cool. This is a really dope person. Because I am. I need this person on my timeline. Mm-hmm. How can they, where can they follow you? You see that right there? No, I'm just playing. I'm ignorant. <laughs> no, but um, every every handle I have is Nell Nicole. You can find me everywhere. Like, I think I'm even on Bandcamp on Nell Nicole. Like, hey. shit that I need to kind of get back into. But yeah, Twitter, you can find me over there popping my shit, shit. Um... Instagram. Hey, if you go to Bandcamp and you see anything under Nell Nicole, buy it. Is it for that, sale? Buy it. <laughs> I need to get Even my Capricorn together. Even if it's free, together. leave a tip. Even right? if it's free. Because she is dope and she deserves all of the dollars. Thank you. Facts. And any way Thank they come you. in. If you go to her website and it ain't nothing there that you feel like apply to you, <laughs> buy something anyway. Buy a necklace. Buy a reading. And I also... Do what you gotta do. Say what? You got a donate button on there? No, but I need to... I was thinking about creating a Patreon. And yeah, like I'm most active on YouTube. Honestly, I get on there every now and then and I'll do like um, mini readings for people and you can like hit up you know shoot 10 15 20 dollars you feel me and get a little mini reading on the live or whatnot so like that's the closest thing to it but i'm working on it i'm working on it my energy creates my reality come on come on sacral chakra i'm sorry okay i think that up there 
So is there anything you want to tell the people before we get out of here? Yeah, so, you know, 2021 has been a hell of a ride. I feel like it's, it's, it's gaining momentum as we speak. Y'all look out for Infrared, Ultraviolet, the double disc CD, you feel me? That's mm. what I'm working on right now. That was what I told y'all was going to be half sexy, half gospel. Don't go telling your pastor I don't feel like getting in trouble tonight. You know, but for the real niggas, y'all going to relate because it's like a real, it's the real story of human evolution and what we all experience. Y'all know how the pastors be lying. But you don't be, know. Is pastor going to be listening to that? I no, because they, be, they, be, they be looking at the little women and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even if they don't want to admit it, this is what we all experience and all go through. So, I'm looking to personify that whole shit. You feel me? So, look forward to Infrared Ultraviolet. Also, go stream 285. I don't even know if it's up for streaming yet. But go to my YouTube or... um. Actually, right now it's on Instagram. Two eighty five is the latest track I just did with David Aaron. Shout out to David Aaron; he cool as fuck, bro. Y'all need to y'all need to give David Aaron his flowers. You feel me? Um, and then me and Dream got something coming up. You feel me? We got a couple Facts, dope ass R and B love songs that we working on for the album. So you know, lots to look forward to. Lots to look forward to. Just you know, keep your finger on the pulse. You better give me an ovation. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And invite me back. I love doing this podcast. I also would like to say I, I want to be a part of the show or get my own show one day. So, you know, I want to grow up and be like these niggas. You know what I'm saying? So it's that. Mm-hmm. Talk to Jason. Or, you know, working me and Jason already talked. We're working, uh, <laughs> working on this podcast network. Preach. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think the women need uh, w- the women need a space. Um, yeah. We put something together. Shout out to Julius Jones. Shout out to Yama. Shout out to Destiny. Shout out to T. I just did a dope ass video the other day for... Um, Yama if y'all know him and I was just out there talking to the ladies and they like we should do a podcast yeah. we were talking all things was spirituality. he on that cypher yeah yeah okay yeah so shout out to all the homies bro it's cool I don't think it's all too this nigga finna go on a whole tangent I need you to be quiet now yeah but you know end of the day I feel like the women need a space we need we need uh, an anchor somewhere to anchor us so that we can have certain conversations and shit y'all do y'all thing you know with the men's side y'all holding that down <laughs> but we need to keep the duality going you feel me so think 100%. about it think yeah, about I mean, yeah, like, I, like I said just tap in with us you know we can we can work some stuff out put together you know a real solid game plan of what, what the podcast can be about you know go from there Piriana you heard it from the you heard it from the horse's mouth eh so uh you want to drop some socials for the folks, bro? Drop the uh, hand. I can't answer that question. I'm engaged. Respect. I can't. Respect. <laughs> As usual, tune in from Whiting, Whiting Studios, Whiting Entertainment. Y'all know what it is. Um, another episode of Layback Ass Podcast. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Please do me a favor. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Um, We're going to have that drop for the next episode. You know what I'm saying? And y'all gonna hear Nell Nicole, you know what I'm saying? Whether you like it or not. Soon as, soon as we as soon as we hit like that like, share, comment, bad. subscribe, we're gonna hit that drop. Let's do it. And um, you know, it's laid back ass podcast. We some laid back ass niggas.